Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today? And how can I take my business to the next level? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Let's get on it. All right, dude. So by the way, today's coaching call is pretty cool, right? Today's coaching call was really cool. Uh, We touched on a lot of different things. We talked about setting those time blocks and making sure that you are concentrating and focusing on just making your calls and generating leads. And, you know, just to throw it out there, it's not something that we just talk about. It's something that we got to be about, right? That's right. So, I mean, I've been making my call blocks and hopefully promoting the Harris Certified uh, Real Estate Training Coaching Calls that I'm doing uh, next uh, Tuesday, I think tomorrow. Yep. And so, um, you know, making my, my phone calls on a daily basis, going down my calling list for my particular sales jobs. And I'm, you've been doing some too, right? I have, I have. So one of the things that I've been doing is developing the same coaching curriculum, the same coaching plan for our insurance agents and made several calls today. Got to talk to, uh, out of the five calls that I made today, and when I say five calls, I mean each of these is a while. Uh, for example, one agent I was on the phone with for 40 minutes. Yeah. You yeah. know, these aren't just, you know, quick little calls, uh, but... You know, I'm getting a lot of information, making sure that I'm generating the the tools and, and generating the information that I need to provide the best service that I can to each of them. Yeah. So in other words, what we do on the podcast and what we do on our coaching calls is we try to make sure that we're providing enough value for our, all the people who are on the coaching call or all the people who are listening to us on the podcast. We're trying to provide enough value so much that we're it's, it's a good exchange of time, right? So your time that you're giving up on our podcast or on our coaching calls is is equal to the value that we're providing you in uh content right exactly and right, so yeah. every time you're talking to these to these insurance agents they're giving you that feedback they're asking you the general questions mm-hmm. and we're turning that stuff around we're turning around and taking all that information and developing a a good track for those agents to have a good structure so they can follow it's a good track and it's a good give and take right it's not just a hey, this is what you need to do to be successful. It's also, hey, what can I do to help you be successful? Right. Right. And so that's one of the cool things that that has actually happened with uh, a couple of the calls that I made today was I assigned myself a homework project to make sure that the next time that I talk to that agent, I have this piece of information that they were asking for. But by the same token, the next time that I talk with them, I expect them to have 
leads. I expect them to have follow-ups. I expect them to have presentations, negotiations, closings. Right. So in other words, you're doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, but you're doing it at a high level. That's right. All right. Cool. Well, I mean, that's just a little piece of, you know, what we're doing on the insurance side. It's Tuesday the 25th at 2 p.m. If you're interested and you're hearing this before, then shoot me an email, Hernan, at csfirst.com, and I'll send you the link, and you can jump in for uh, real estate training, by the way. it's gonna We're going to be going over the seven-step listing process. You can listen to a previous podcast, or you can jump on this call, and uh, there'll be a time where you get some Q&A, so we'll answer some of those questions you got. But let's jump into our subject here. We're finishing up. Well, I don't even think we're going to finish up. We're going to continue on the 15 crazy obvious truths we forget too quickly. I think we got through number th- we got through 3 of them, right? We said you have to have the power to control your own destiny, right? Mm-hmm. You have the power. You are setting your schedule. You are deciding how many times you pick up the phone. You are deciding how often you're going to follow up. So you have the choice. The the, the the power is in your hands. You just got to make the choice to do it. That right? was really cool. Actually, one of the agents today came back to me and emailed me pretty much exactly that. He said, James, I've been feeling stuck lately. And I said, I totally get that. It happens. Sometimes we need to get out of our own way. We need to do the things that we don't want to do when we don't want to do them. We need to do it at the highest level, right? We have a responsibility. We have the ability to respond. We got to identify that ego and put that ego out of the way so we can get on with what we need to do. Get out of our own way. So that was another thing that we touched on during our call today was the ego versus fear, which was really cool. Uh, Sorry about that. Number two, the number two thing that we talked about was you only have so long to live the life of your dreams. We all have an expiration date, right? Yep. We're going to die eventually. We'll be dead for a very long time. So why aren't we living the life that we want now? We got to make those things happen. You know exactly what you need to do to get there. Let's get there. And that is is by following number three, which is, or by by paying attention to number three, which is being busy is not the same as being productive. So we want to take what time that we have here and be productive, not just busy. All right. So let's move on to number four. This is really where we're at, right? So number four, go ahead and read it. Number four, success is unlikely without failure. Oh, man. I didn't learn to ride a bike without first falling down. Right? We got some scars to prove it. We got some scars to prove it. I didn't learn to play baseball without missing a few swings or without not catching a few balls. Actually, I was going to say for you, it wasn't so much the bike as much as it was the skateboard. Yeah, the skateboard. <laughs> Scratched <laughs> up my face. But anyways, we live and we learn. We fall down. We make mistakes. It's not a, It's not okay to, uh, to avoid mistakes. It's totally okay to make mistakes. As a matter of fact, you should be making mistakes more frequently, more often, but in a forward direction, right? Will Smith has a nice little uh, Instagram video that I saw not too long ago where he's talking about failing forward, mm-hmm. right? Go out there and try to achieve your goal. Shoot for that thing you want. And if you make a mistake, good. That's one way that you're not going to make it happen. So try something else, but keep going in that direction. Right? Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson went 10,000 times he failed yep. before he reached the, uh, success. And even then, the bulb sucked. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but he did it. It wasn't perfect, but it worked. And even today, we're still improving on those things, right? So learn lessons from the mistakes. Learn, uh, learn the lessons from the mistakes the first time and then integrate that lesson into your upgraded self and move forward, right? Learn from those mistakes. I had a high school coach. Oh, man, that guy, he would yell and 
kick and scream every time we made a mistake. But one of the things he did say all the time was, are you learning from the mistake? Are you learning? Because it doesn't seem like you're learning. You're making the same mistake over and over again. (laughs) And that kind of stuck in your head, right? Like, stop making the same mistake over and over again. Stop trying to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. That is what we call... Insanity. That's insanity, dude. So don't do that. Instead, learn how not to do things and then integrate that into what you're doing and keep moving forward, right? The difference between a master and a beginner is that the master simply failed more times. We've actually gone out there and done it. We we talked about the ten thousand hour goal, right? The um the Malcolm, have we talked about that? Was it the outliers with Mac, uh, outliers? I think it's Malcolm Gladwell, right? Uh, in the book Outliers, he talks about how somebody becomes a master over yes, we have over time, that. right? Over ten thousand hours of practice. You, I, I just came back a little while ago from my kids' soccer practice, and I was amazed at how many kids are out there, right? practicing their craft they're out there missing the kicks they're out there tripping over their feet they're out there learning different drills because they are not good yet they are not there yet right and as soon as they get better as soon as they understand that they're going to achieve mastery they're going to be the type of kids that you see on tv they're going to be the type of kids who are every shot is a miraculous shot Every, every time they step on the field, their, their, their skills mesmerize us, right? These are the type of kids that, that have earned the right to be called professionals, but they didn't start that way. Either that or prodigies. Or prodigies, but they didn't start <laughs> that way, right? They didn't start that way. They, no, they, they didn't. They just failed more times than the other kids. Right? I mean, there's, there's something definitely to be said about natural talent. You know, sometimes people are just naturally talented. You know, I mean, you're talking about athletic things you know i think i think that that's one of those things that you're, you're just sometimes naturally talented but sometimes you're just naturally talented at speaking to people sometimes you're just naturally talented at being charismatic sometimes you're just naturally talented at recording a podcast but sometimes you need to put in the practice and you need to put in those ten thousand hours to become a master right and master mastery is only going to come from you actually doing, right? If you're avoiding failure, if you fear failure, if you fear making a mistake, you're going to be held stagnant. You're not going to actually go anywhere with it. You're going to stop yourself before you even got started. And that's kind of the issue that a lot of salespeople fall into, right? That's the difference between fear and ego. Your ego is the thing that's going to stop you. It's the thing that's going to it's going to protect you from that feeling of oops, I messed up, right? That I'm going to scratch my knees if I'm going to, I'm going to fall down. The ego is the thing that's stopping you from doing that. But if you embrace it and allow and, and, and understand that failure is just a part of success, it's what's going to get you to that higher level, then you can move forward mentally, you can move forward emotionally, spiritually, and of course, even financially. You just got to understand that success is unlikely without failure. There was something you said on the coaching call today that really stood out to me, and it was, if you are not hearing no today then you're not doing your job. You're not out there generating leads. I mean, if your lead board is full, if you have, you know, numbers 1 through 15 on your lead board and there's a name in every single one of those lines, then maybe lead generation isn't what you need to be doing today, so fine. But if you have those blank spots and you need to put a name there and you are not hearing no when you're making your calls, then you haven't done your job. 
That's right. I mean, you got you got to go out there. You got to ask questions and understand that not everybody's in the buying window at that time. So you will hear no, and that is okay. Learn from it. Better your skills. Get your presentations, your scripts, your your polished presentation going, and keep moving in the forward direction. You'll get there, but you just got to get past that fear of failure. All right, let's move on to number five. I mean, it's funny that you say fear because here is number five. It says here. Ignorance equals fear, but knowledge equals confidence. Yeah, if you acquire the knowledge that you need to live the life that you desire, then you're going to have more confidence, right? If I'm going to stand up in front of a lecture hall of 2,000 chemists, and I stand up there, and I am not a chemist, and I know nothing, you're damn right I'm going to feel fear, right? I'm going to have zero confidence in what I'm about to say to these people, because it's out of my uh, element. I have no knowledge in that area. H2O is water. Right? <laughs> Something, right? <laughs> Something's got to come out of my mouth. But if, but it, when it comes to real estate, the more knowledge you have, the more confident you will be. Imagine how confident you would be if you woke up every morning knowing exactly what you needed to do on a daily basis. Imagine how you would feel if you knew exactly how much was in your pipeline. You knew exactly when you were going to get paid. You knew exactly how much that was going to be because you had your five whiteboards. You have your visual accountability. You have a system in place. How about even a better one? What if you had a pre-listing package? Something that was basically answering all your clients' questions before you even got there. It basically answered all those, um, what, uh, what are those, what are the objections, right? Objections. It, hand, it handles all the objections for you ahead of time before you even get to the, to the, uh, to the appointment. What if you followed a procedure that helped you lead, generate, follow up, and set the appointment, pre-qualify your clients, and then get you going on your presentation? What if you had a way to do that? Oh, wait. You do. do. Now, if you had all those things going for you, if you had that on your back, ready to go in, you know, as, as, you know, a toolkit, you can just pull it out and give them the information that they're looking for. You wouldn't have fear anymore. You wouldn't be scared to go on an appointment. You wouldn't be scared to pick up the phone. You wouldn't be scared to knock on a door. You'd go up there with confidence, knowing that whatever they, they asked you, you had an answer for. You can, you can handle any of the objections. There was, you know, delaying your education is the same as putting off making your best life possible. You have the opportunity to make yourself knowledgeable, to exude that confidence, but it takes action. It takes you actually going out and doing it, right? Uh, what's that quote by Ryan Holidayham? What's it say right there? Uncertainty and fear are relieved by authority. Training is authority. You have the ability to make yourself a force to be reckoned with when it comes to uh, being a listing agent. You know, in any in any sales job, right? Well, let's just keep it with real estate. The top producing, top money earning, most well-respected, uh, award-winning agents. I'm get those quarters back. I'm about to get those quarters oh, out. I, I said a lot of ums. Yeah, I dropped a few of them. Dang, sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, the best of the best real estate agents have always been listing agents, hands down. Truth. Right? And the reason why they are the highest producing is because they have knowledge. They have a polished presentation. They have conversational skills. They've 
improve themselves to the point where they have no fear. They go out and list a house a week, a house a day. They go out and follow a set path, a procedure to become as successful as they've become. And it's nothing that you can't do yourself. It's absolutely replicatable or duplicatable. Sorry. Duplicatable. I can replicate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's duplicatable. Right. So you can go out and do the same thing. Go to our website, csfirst.com, schedule your free coaching call, and learn to be one of those agents. Stop living in fear because you're ignorant. You don't know what it is you need to do. And stop lowering your confidence level or not having a confidence level because you don't have the knowledge to get there. We're offering you the opportunity to do to have both, to have uh, no fear and a knowledge base that gives you the confidence and the level that you need to succeed. There you Give go. Give me number six. There you go. So one more time, number five, ignorance equals fear. So overcome that by getting a little bit of coaching, improve your knowledge, and gain confidence. Yeah, I see it. Number six. Number six, get away from judgment and criticism and into curiosity. got to open your mind, right? You got to be able to grab a new thought from something that probably wasn't something you were thinking about on a normal basis, integrate those thoughts into some sort of inspired action, right? You Curiosity, not knowing something, but seeking knowledge is uh, a lifelong, uh, what should I call it? A lifelong habit that you should have, right? right? I mean, we talked about Henry Ford in a previous uh, podcast, where we said he he wasn't what we would call um, educated because he didn't have a formal degree, mm-hmm. right? He didn't have a he didn't even graduate high school. I don't think right. He didn't get that far as far as his formal education is concerned. I'd have to Google that, right? But but he was a lifelong learner. He continued to. Uh, there's an uh. I heard it. See. Yeah, there's been a few of them. Right, so he's I'm been. You, he's, we're getting the quarters out. We got to get the quarters next time. Get All right. Quarters. So he continued to learn what he didn't know, and he always opened his mind to a mastermind team. He always had people around him who were smarter than than him, and he understood that not knowing something was not an excuse for not being able to act on things. <clears throat> so get away from judgment and criticism. What did it say? Uh, apparently, he went to Bryant and Stratton College. Oh, he did, huh? Yeah. Oh, I wonder how old he was when he actually went there. Curious. All right, anyways. Anyway. See, that's what I'm talking about, the curiosity, the always wanting to know and, and moving yourself in that forward direction. Yep. But, I mean, it's it's not to say that there aren't plenty of people. Just because he went to the college doesn't necessarily mean that he graduated from it. Bill Gates, he never finished college. Did Zuckerberg, did he finish? I don't think he finished either. I don't think he finished either. They probably got honorary degrees, though. Yeah, probably. I'd have to look it up for sure. Probably. But, I mean, again, we could we could Google all that information. But these are these are men who didn't complete their formal education necessarily. And they're still among the richest in, you know, in the country. Very much so. All right, let's move on Possibly to number in the seven. World. Yeah, I think in the world, actually. I think you're Pro- right. Probably in the world. All right, number, number seven. Number seven. Versatility is the key to emotional, mental, and 
financial success, versatility. What does that mean? All right, so you have to have the the ability, basically, to be a, an effective communicator, be of service to and associate with a variety of different types of people in a range of situations, and will serve you well throughout your career and as well as life. You got to be able to be uh, versatile. When I think of versatile, I think more of like flexible, right? There's going to mm-hmm. be times where somebody's going to emotionally dump something on you while you're doing your calls, and you got to be able to have that thing roll off your back, right? It's not a personal attack on you. They're mm-hmm. going through something themselves. Same thing with financial success. I mean, right now, you guys, most people, are, they're going through some financial struggles, right? Talk about being versatile and figuring out when you have to pay a bill because you have, you're living a life of cash spurts, right? So you're living paycheck to paycheck, like 78% of all Americans in the United States. Mm-hmm. And it's just more troublesome with, uh, with real estate agents or com- com- uh, commission type people because you literally don't get paid unless you do the work, right? Right. Until you make that sale, you don't get paid. So it's kind of uh, more difficult as far as understanding the versatility of your financial problems but remember they're optional to you you need to be versatile you need to understand where your revenue comes from it comes from closing a transaction how do you get to closing a transaction well that came from you know the previous step from there and the previous step from there and it stems down to you know lead generation follow-up Negotiation or presentation, then negotiation. Yeah, presentation, negotiation, and close, right? You need to be doing those things on a daily basis and having that versatility to understand that, hey, today wasn't a good day. Today, I struggled doing X, Y, and Z. Today, maybe I need to focus my attention on this. And keeping that daily agenda and working through these different up and up and down emotional hills will get you to a place where you don't have to deal with these emotional up and down hills anymore because your finances are going to be in order. You're going to have more if you uh, what is what is what is what was that one saying that they said? Um, if you generate, you don't have to tolerate. So if you create more leads for yourself if you create more business for yourself you don't have to tolerate with those things that are driving you down you don't have to deal with that emotional stress of why this deal might be falling out or why this problem happened with this appraisal or so forth if you generate you don't have to tolerate if you have more business in the works when something goes wrong it sucks but it's not devastating and that's where that emotional that mental that financial stress comes in if you're only dealing with that one deal then the magnitude of that problem is amplified versus if you amplify the work that you're doing on a daily basis and you have multiple deals the emotional mental and financial stress goes down absolutely correct it goes back to having those multiple spokes right when it comes to your lead generation it talk it goes back to having multiple streams of income it goes back to that word versatility where you have multiple things going the ability to effectively communicate be of service to and associate associate with a variety of types of people so in our case it's not just real estate agents we talk a lot about real estate agents because because i'm a certified real real estate coach but my business is in insurance and we are business people and we talk to people of all different types of businesses on a daily basis and we provide the same type of communication we provide the same types of principles and we're versatile in the fact that we can 
use many of the same principles and apply them in different ways of life. Yeah. And, and I mean, you, you need to do that, especially in insurance, right? You need to assess what risks they might come across. Absolutely. Right? And so when you're assessing the risk that they m- might come across, you are essentially versatile in their emotional, mental, and financial liabilities. You have an obligation to figure out where is it that they might have a problem and then plug yourself in to be the solution to this problem. Exactly right. right. Exactly right. Do we have time for number eight? Uh, yeah, let's do number eight. That'll be our last one for today. We're rounding the bend here. All right, rounding the bend. Number eight, the easy button. Shortcuts and workarounds are not the solution. Holy moly. Every time I read this point, the shortcut or the workarounds, I always think of like Bugs Bunny, right? I, I know I'm sending us back here in time, but A little I, always, bit. I always think of those Looney Tune commercials where like, or I mean, Looney Tune cartoons, yeah, where maybe he... He draws the road on the on the on the floor, and then he like rips it and turns oh, it yeah. into a wall or something, right? That's kind of what happens with us if we have a shortcut. We're not paying attention to things, and we try to to cut through something, and then all of a sudden we end up hitting a wall, right? John Rohn or Jim Rohn has a great quote: it's, "Stop trying to skip steps. Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better." Ooh, right. It's a good one. And that's that one. I've always loved that one. I, I forgot that it was Jim Rohn who said it, but I've I've been saying that for a long time, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly where I heard it from first. But don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. And it applies for so many things, right? Usually, 99.9% of the time, when we find ourselves in a mistake, it's because we took a shortcut. It's because we tried to find the easy way around, right? We didn't do the work that we needed to do. And as a result, we didn't get the outcome that we were looking for. Most times, any uh, look back and think about it, almost any mistake you've made. Anything worth doing, seeing, having, or being is going to require a sacrifice. And if you want to skip around that sacrifice, if you want to get the shortcut to get there, chances are you're going to find yourself in other trouble. And that's usually, especially in real estate, that's where we start seeing these big mistakes. You 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 know your job is to lead generate, but you're tired of picking up the phone, so you delegate that off to you know one of the people in your office. And guess mm-hmm. what? They don't really want to do that either. And they don't really want to pick up the phone, so they don't call as many people as you expect them to. And so your leads start to dwindle down, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe you're doing the lead generation, but you you're, you don't want to keep doing the follow-up. You're tired of making most of them, you know, a, a bunch of different contacts or trying to get them pre-qualified, so you delegate that out. And then what happens? All of a sudden, that agent either gets really good at it and leaves, and there goes your uh, follow-up person, or... You're so you're starting to see your close ratio go down because you're not doing the things that you need to do to make sure that those are those dollar productive activities are being done. You found a shortcut. Maybe it was you're going to build a team. So you get a bunch of buyer agents, you get a bunch of selling agents, and now your overhead is really high. And yeah, you're closing a lot of transactions, but your profit margin is so low. It's not even worth doing it that way. Or you stop generating leads. You figure, you know what? The lead generation, I could just buy that stuff. So you go out and you do acquire a section of Zillow's um, real estate corner, right? They're going to give you a zip code or whatever, and they start sending you leads, and they start charging you more and more for these leads, and these leads aren't even very good. They're not even closing. And before you know it, you have so much credit card debt and just lead generation that you're not where you want to be. So Every time you try to take a shortcut, there's always something that gets in the way and the something was simple to to avoid. It was do what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it and do it at a high level. 
Don't cut corners. Don't find the easy button. Stop wishing it was easier and wish you were better. Focus your attention on those things that make you better. Become that kick-ass listing agent that you want to be so that you can make more money in this business so that you can help more people so that you can take that money reinvest it so that you no longer have to work for your money your money is working for you that is what it was all about remember why you got in the business in the first place right you got in this business to make money you got in this business to have freedom you got in this business to pay off bills go on vacation whatever it was you did not get in the business to transact You did not get in the business to get awards. You did not get in this business to have your face on a billboard. That was not your intention. Don't let your ego find a shortcut that's going to make you do weird things that you didn't intend on doing in the first place. You got into this business to make a profit so that you can take that profit, reinvest it so that you no longer have to work for your money. Your money works for you. And if you're not doing any of the money-making activities on a daily basis, then you're not doing what you need to be doing to achieve your goal. You're going to burn out. You're going to look back and say, what the heck is that? What am I doing here? Focus your attention on what you need to get done and you will get there. So how do we get them there, huh? Easy. By taking them to the website, going to www.csfirst.com and clicking on the link that says schedule my free coaching call today. Do that. Get yourself going in the right direction. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You actually achieve your goals, you start making money, you pay off your bills, and then you're exactly where you wanted to be in your business, or that somebody tells you that, hey, what you're doing right now isn't making you money and points out some of the obvious things that you already know to be true, but you got to get off your butt and go out there and do it. Go to the website, siasfirst.com. Click on the free coaching link. And as always, if you uh, have any questions, you can email me at hernan at csfirst.com or james at csfirst.com. Follow us on Twitter at business pod, a bit, sorry, at business bros pod. And, it's a tough uh, one to say. It is. It is. It's got three syllables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, four syllables. Business Bros Pod. You can count. Four You're syllables. a math teacher. There we go. All right. So <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, at CS First. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye bye. And I'm out. <laughs>